e hi noa he aroha atu. Even if it's small, accept it with love. Enga hoe fao te motu kia koto no tawahi kote nei te wahanga o te ahika. Ko Justin Maria ho. This is Te Ahika, our weekly show giving you an insight into Nga Kaupapa Māori, Māori stories from around the Motsu, and at times, stories abroad. Coming up in Te Ahika, the word determination probably sums up 52-year-old Mākere Nepe Apatu Thorstenson best. But there's a few others I can think of. Courageous outgoing and pretty lovable. I met Makere at this year's Manawahine Triathlon, that's spelt T-R-Y-A-T-H-L-O-N, who, after seven weeks of training, competed alongside her sister, Amelia. Oh, man, she caught me on the run. How was that, Makere? <laughs> Bloody fantastic! <laughs> I'm with Makere from the start of her race and, yep, right till the end. That's coming up later in the show. Hailing from Ōtara, South Auckland, 10-piece band Three Houses Down formed six years ago. With strong family ties in the group, now these brothers Charlie, Sionet, Rob and Roy Pomee, the group released their second album, Breakout, last year. Two weeks ago, they won the Best Pacific Music Album at the Pacific Music Awards in Auckland. Coming up, Today Reedy is along and reviews the album Breakout. In the last two years especially, they have been to, uh, they've played in Las Vegas, San Diego, San Francisco, San Jose, uh, all along the sort of West Coast area. Then they've also played in Hawaii where they had spent a bit of time and they recorded some music over there. Um, and they've toured Australia where, and in that sort of uh, tour, they've actually opened for Ali Campbell from UB40. Oh. So they've they've been in with some of those names. So yeah, that's what I mean. These guys have committed to it and they've got serious. So they've taken their natural talent, made a commitment, and uh, that's gotten to those places. Today, Reedy and his review of the album Breakout by Three Houses Down coming up. <laughs> Last year, you may recall that I visited a whenua, or placenta plot, in Nelson. Now there I met midwife of 20-plus years, Andrea Vincent. Andrea took me on a walk up the Bradford Track, a council-reserved land plot for mums to bury their babies, whenua. Now it was through Andrea, who was Pākehā, who described to me the shortage of Māori nurses and midwives. So it just so happened that this year a nationwide initiative called Nga Manukura o Apopo was launched in May. Its work initiative is to get more Māori interested in a career in nursing or midwifery through various strategies. And one of those strategies is to encourage Māori, who used to work as a nurse, to get back into it. And targeting young people in schools to consider midwifery or nursing as a viable career option. Brenda Close, no Ngapuhi Te Rarawa Mengati Maniapoto, has racked up, again, 20 years as a nurse. She is now a health consultant and was part of the advisory panel of the programme Nga Manukura o Apopo. I spoke to Brenda about Nga Manukura o Apopo after the launch. 
What is Namanukura or Apopo? Um, so what we are, Justine, is a, a ropu of um, Māori nurses and midwives from across the country who have come together under the kaupapa of um, workforce development specifically for Māori nurses and midwives and um, in terms of advancing our profession, so creating opportunities for whānau who might be considering a health career, um, but also to provide some programme developments for our current Māori nurses and midwives because access to programmes is usually pretty minimal. And, and, and where do you fit in the scheme of things? What's your role? Um, my background is nursing, so I've been nursing for 20 years um, and in a number of roles, but most predominantly, certainly the last sort of 15 years, has been Māori health and primary health care focused. So explain the differences in, in your professional opinion, the differences between mainstream or, or, or Pākehā nursing compared to what uh, what Māori health or Māori nursing and midwifery is about. Um, I think, you know, one of the, the first differences is the fact that there's not a lot of us. So, um, you know, Māori are overrepresented in terms of health care um, service users, but in terms of health professionals, you know, I think we make up perhaps 2 to 5% of the total workforce. So that's our first um, issue, is the fact that not only is there a national shortage of nurses and midwives, but when you compare that to Māori nurses and midwives, the numbers are even more stark. Um, and I think the other the other difference, significant difference is the um, access to resourcing. So um, a lot of our Māori who work you know, outside of district health boards um, aren't resourced or the organisations don't have the same infrastructures to support um, the development of our careers. Gee, that's pretty shocking, isn't it? What did you say, 2 to 5% yeah. of um, the workforce in terms of nursing and midwifery is, is Māori and compared with, um, say, Māori women having babies and Māori women needing those services, there is a real shortage, isn't there? There is indeed. And so what has been the, like, say, in your 20 years that you've um, worked in this um, in this field, what have been some of the consequences of that, of the shortage? Um, I think there's been, um, you know, the consequences... For, you know, are, are very real for our whānau um, in terms of, um, from a service user perspective, I guess not having um, options in terms of the services that you can access because um, basically all you've got is what's available. And, um, you know, the biggest thing that came back from our Māori nurses and midwives across the country was um, the opportunity to develop and advance their practice, um, not only from a clinical um, perspective, but also from a cultural perspective, and the opportunities to um, advance as leaders. So, you know, if there were more of us in active leadership roles, being able to influence the development um, and ongoing development of health services, then that has an opportunity to translate directly to our Fano in terms of ensuring they get the types of services that are, are you know, more more responsive to their needs. Have you come across any situations where? Māori women who come in to have babies mm-hmm. and um, they request or perhaps they would prefer having a, a Māori midwife and Māori midwives aren't available to them. Have you seen examples of that? 
look, not not me specifically, but certainly with um, the colleagues that I sit at the table with, they have lots of stories to tell in terms of, um, you know, our, our Māori midwives are actually in fewer numbers than um, our Māori nurses, so um, I guess they, they face the struggle um, even more mm. so than we do. But I, I've certainly had, um, you know, instances in my professional life and personal life where um, whānau have had no other option but to go to a mainstream service because um, the providers that we have um, aren't available in the areas that we're living or they're just done enough. So, um, and I think, you know, the exciting thing for me in terms of, of Māori health and service provision is that it's not applicable just for Māori. So, you know, the the times that are changing in terms of all the whānau water developments currently um you know that that's a, a principle and a framework that services can be developed upon that would be you know beneficial to to everyone. Um, in terms of Aorapu, what we've decided um, or identified is three um, work streams, and so the recruitment and profile raising is one. And obviously, um, you know there is a national and international shortage of health professionals, so the opportunity for us to encourage our own to consider um, a health career seriously, um, not only for our um, rangatahi and, and kura, but also for those of our whānau who um, may be at home and considering what options might be available for them. You know, we've got a lot of um, nannies and aunties who were, um, you know, enrolled nurses or community health nurses back in their heyday and have um, retired from nursing to do the whānau thing. And so there's an opportunity for not only our youth to come in um, and participate in health and in particular nursing and midwifery as a career, but also for our whānau too. When you, I mean, I'm quite interested in the um, how to um, promote this career to Turangatahi in particular. How would you go about saying to a rangatahi, say a 15 year old, that you know being a nurse and being a, a midwife um, is is cool? Yeah, it's a, it, it is tricky because it's not it's not the most they're not the most glamorous of <laughs> yes. professions, eh? So, <laughs> exactly. um, but a lot of our you know our Fano growing up in terms of Fano and our marae, you know, those principles in terms of the whanaungatanga and the working with our people and, you know, most of our rangatahi have had a, a nanny or a kōro or a auntie who, um, you know, may have been unwell at some point in time and they've been a part of the care taking and the caregiving for those people. So um, that's what I've found seems to make the difference is making the personal connection and sharing in those stories and most families you know, have one of those stories within them. So the kids can relate to that stuff really easily. But also the opportunity to, um, you know, the social justice stuff is really important for our, our youth today too and making a difference. And um, we also talk about some of the experiences that we've had personally in terms of being a nurse and some of the opportunities that you get in terms of um, life. So, you know, one of the things to talk about, particularly in terms of nursing, is the opportunity to be able to travel internationally and that our um, training and our qualifications here in New Zealand are recognised worldwide and that nursing, you know, could be a an opportunity, you know, to open the doorway to, um, you know, opportunities to visit other countries and have different experiences. So, um, 
And I guess, I guess a lot of people don't particularly hear about the the travel aspects of it, do they? I mean, they're more thinking of um, long days, yeah. um, caring for, for, for sick people. Caring for sick people, doing, you know, all the bedpans and the blood and the guts. and mm. um, But, you know, nursing has, and um, midwifery have such a wide scope yes. in terms of, you know, the areas that you can work in. You know, gone are the days where you have to be just in hospitals, you know, the opportunity to work in the communities with our families is available for new grads these days. So um, a lot of our youth are really enjoying that opportunity. So Brenda, how does things like um, tikanga Māori and te reo Māori play a part in, in, in this programme? And how so? Yeah, look, absolutely. And um, the other two work streams that we're currently working on is um, the clinical leadership. So we've... Um, put a tender out for um, the, the development and facilitation of two leadership programs for Māori nurses and midwives, one for emerging leaders and one for advanced leaders. And um, the other work stream is around professional development. And what we've identified through both of those is the need um, for Māori nurses and midwives to be not only the best that they can be clinically, but also to be... I'm proud of and um, the best that they can be culturally as well. And a lot of us are on different levels of our, um, you know, journey in terms of te ao Māori. Yes. So, um, you know, the developments that we are looking to support in advance are the opportunities for Māori and nurses and midwives to be recognised not only for their clinical skills but for the cultural um, strengths that they bring um to the services that they deliver as well. Mm. So in terms of professional development programs, um, there's been a program developed called um, Te Huarahi Whakatū, which is, identifies the clinical components that we need in terms of nursing council, but also have some cultural components that we can, um, you know, kind of benchmark ourselves against, I guess. You know, that includes te reo and tikanga and karakia and, um, you know, Whanaungatanga and, and all of those components that, I guess, intrinsic in terms Definitely. of Māori, yeah. um, but often get almost parked. So I guess that's probably the most significant driving force for Namanakuru Pōpō mm. is um, creating processes that will allow our nurses and midwives to advance themselves clinically and culturally. Yes, definitely. But at also the acknowledging that that may look different for each of us. Kia ora, Brenda Close, a nurse of 20 years who now works as a health consultant. Now for more information about Nga Manukura or Aupōpō, you can head to our webpage radionz.co.nz forward slash Te Ahika. Two weeks ago, 10-piece band Three Houses Down took home the award for Best Pacific Album for Breakout at the Pacific Music Awards held in Auckland. Formed back in 2004, the album is the group's second release. Again, let your love shine. 
three houses down they hail from Otara, um, South Auckland, um, Ten Piece, Pacific Roots Reggae Band. Um, Fano is definitely one of the um, foundations, well it is the foundation of Three Houses Down, uh, their Tongan culture. We're going to talk about the members a little bit later on, but today, Three Houses Down, you know, tell us more about the group. Uh, yeah, like you said, they're um, based around three Tongan brothers, Paul Me'e boys, uh, their family, um, they've got an uncle I think on drums, uh, they've got uh, some Samoan members as well, but they're all um, from the Otara area. Um, from what I understand, uh, they've they're really influenced. Um, their music is reggae based. It's, it's driving dance reggae. Uh, the from what I understand, the bands that influence them have been uh, a lot of the New Zealand reggae bands, Herbs, uh, Catch a Fire, and I Unity. And you can hear that in their music come through. Um, they also have uh, some of the Jamaican reggae influence. Yes, yeah, of course. Thinking about the day when we met, I knew it was fate. Something their, their music, though, even though it's uh, reggae based, uh, uh, has that Jamaican influence, it just has this uh, Polynesian feel about it in terms of the, um, the, the, the rhythm. Uh, it's really up and driving. Um, and of course, the, the, what the songs are about, they're singing about their own experiences, their own backgrounds. So that, uh, that being. Uh, young Polynesian guys growing up in, in Auckland and all the experiences they've had with that and so all of that comes through in their music uh, the, uh, the, uh, from what I understand um, for the lead for the singers um, some of the Jamaican influences were like Gregory Isaacs Bob nice. Marley um, band called Morgan Heritage which are um, sort of uh, made up of Jamaican and American and I think some British members um, fantastic band so you can hear that all come through with their Polynesian background. So it's obvious that um, one common thread throughout the album, Three Houses Down, Breakout, is that reggae dub feel. Yeah, well... Infused with the little Pacifica. Infused with Pacific uh, sound and stories. But what I would say is that um, what is what is distinctive about their sound, which actually um, I thought sounded as similar with Catch a Fire, but um, um, they build their songs around a real classic pop song structure. Like they have uh, choruses, verses, and um, bridge, bridge and so forth. S- and uh, so they have a classic pop song structure rather than a, a sort of long dub. So what of. do you mean by that, Tudor? What do you mean a classic pop structure? Well, within in that structure, the chorus, verse, and, and uh, bridge. the bridge, you have uh, really strong melodies in the choruses that you pick up every time you go around and they drive straight into your brain and then you and start singing there, them after. and you sing them pretty quickly let me tell you of this place going to other race it's spreaded amongst the ocean parted by the sea's strong motion but we are still one in heart and we will remain strong because we are who we are and these guys are really, really good at putting that simple melody together in their song and getting that really locked in there. It's not simple to write, that's for sure, but it's um, simple in that it, it, you remember it really quickly. And it's um, uh, They've got that in every single song, those melodies really locked down. The, what I'm talking about, the, the sort of pop structure... They have also uh, really strong BVs, 
and um, oh, back, backing vocals, and even the backing vocals have really um, have a really strong melody in them, and also their horns, um, the horn section, the little, and the horns just really uh, stab in there, punch in there, and drive the song along. And when I actually talked to Rob Bumi about it, and he said, "Yeah, those are actually some of the key things." In Rob songs. being part of Three Houses Down, one of the brothers, yeah. vocalists, yeah, yep. yeah. And so um, those are really, I think, key points of their song. Really tight. Super tight playing, <laughs> you know. Is really... that a reflection on the engineering, the, the the refining of the group and the album? Partly, but I think it's more a reflection of these guys have been playing together for years and they know each other really well. Um, and th- I mean, they've obviously got natural talent, but these these guys have really worked at it over the years too, and they got serious about it and have committed to it, and they rehearse um, quite a lot. And they really get their sound down and, and get their sound tight. So let's talk about some tracks then today that don't particularly stand out for you. Which which tracks? Kani Kapila. Yep. Yeah, Track one. That's 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 a gold. That one. That's um, as soon as you hear it, you think positive summer. Uh, that one particularly. Yep. My other one is uh, I like culture. Keep your culture, and that has a really uh, strong Polynesian oh, sort of influence in it about Polynesians keeping their culture, being proud of their culture, and that that actually theme goes through all of the songs. Keep your culture, brothers and sisters. Keep your culture, Polynesia. Keep your culture. The boys have been uh, performing for years, but they originally formed, and this is probably to the to the market, to Aotearoa in 2004, and they had their first album, which was called Dread Town, that was released in 2007. I mean, the boys are well travelled as well. I mean, they come from little old Otara in <laughs> yeah, South Auckland. They've yeah. been to United States, California. Yeah, well, I, I picked that up too. I had a look on their site, and they've actually been in the last two years, especially. They have been to, uh, they've played in Las Vegas, San Diego. San Francisco, San Jose, uh, all along the sort of west coast. Today, um, tell us about how they got their name. Uh, yeah, well, I was having a, <laughs> I was having a chat to the yeah, I haven't talked to the guy, and uh, I asked him, "Where would that name come from?" And he said, "Well, they actually where they lived in Otara, they weren't a band that were three houses up from them, and uh, something happened, and that band had to fold, and so they had to actually get a whole bunch of equipment, and uh, they had." They had no place to uh, to rehearse and had to get all this equipment, and so they ended up saying, "Oh, we we better go home and practice." So they, that's three houses down from where they were, and uh, that's that's how I understand they got their name. So very down home uh, sort of story. There. They're all about their roots, aren't they? Their background. Oh, it comes through, mate, Couple and also in their um, videos that they've they've made uh, that Kani Kapila video and the culture Kini video. Cult- yep, culture. Well, that culture video was shot on a marae. On a marae. I don't, I don't know. on the I, front of the arts here. I don't know where it was. I didn't ask uh, Rob, but yeah. Um, that, and that's, uh, that, may, that shows me that they're aware of where they are and uh, um, they're, they're inclusive of all Polynesian cultures. So, yeah. Kapai. So um, I'm with Tude Reedy uh, today uh, reviewing the uh, album Breakout by Three Houses Down. You know, listening to it, there's a lot of obviously fantastic things about the album. If you could change something, being as experienced um, you know, in music as you are, what would you change? If they were to go further and do more recording, I, I would probably say um, some of the content of the, the songs, they could personalise some of that. I mean, so, some of the issues there that they're talking about. But they, they started here, they've talked about, there's a song here um, that's actually sung in Tongan. 
and it's about their um, their constitution over in Tonga and all the uh, the stuff that's going on with the monarchy and things like that. I mean, to me, that's really interesting. That's yes. them commenting on political statements. Yeah, yeah. Those sorts of things actually really make it Pacific as well, and make it specific to to our region. And uh, I mean, you write the music that you feel is in you, and that's what they're doing. That's their music. Uh, this is their music. Um, I, but you do have to challenge yourself sometimes and um, try new things. And if they're willing to do that, and the, in the way that they feel, you know, they 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 can do that comfortably then that's always a, a good thing for a band. So three houses done, I mean, today, well-travelled. You're going to talk about their tour plans. And they won um, big at the recent um, Pacific Music Awards in Tamaki Makoto. Yeah, they did. They um, actually won Best, Best Pacific Song for um, uh, in that category, and they won Best Pacific uh, Album for this album, Breakout. Uh, and they were up against some... Um, stiff competition like Savage and, and guys like that so they, they did really well you know coming out of Ōtara and then doing it and I think they're going later to the New Zealand Music Awards later in the year Hey Tuatu Kithera Two Day Ready reviewing Three Houses Down Breakout thank you very much Kia ora, Today Ready. And for more information about Three Houses Down, including the upcoming tour dates, you can head to our webpage radionz.co.nz forward slash teahika. And you'll also find the link to our Facebook page as well. Today Ready will be back in future teahika with more reviews on artists and music. There are a few words to describe 52-year-old Makere Nipe Apatsu Thorstenson, nor Ngati Kahunganu. She's vivacious, bubbly, outgoing and motivated. Small in stature but big on aroha, Makere hadn't swum before, and I mean she hadn't even been in a pool or the ocean, until seven weeks out from competing in her first triathlon. Nor could Makere ride a bike. Armed with the support from her husband and whanau, Makere, with her younger sister Amelia, spent seven weeks training at the local pools in Waipukuro, walked and practiced riding her bike in preparation for the big day. I met Makere on that day and as you'll hear, despite the rain turning for the worst, the vibe at the Manawahine Triathlon was, put simply, pretty inspiring. So I'm a health promotional worker and um, this is, uh, last year we did a Manatani triathlon, so all the wahine were going, well, what are you going to do? So I said to um, Sporthawks Bay and Patrice and all them, we've got to have a Manawahine triathlon. This is the first Manawahine triathlon in Central Hawks Bay. Choice. And so, yeah, um, 
seven weeks of training we've had, um, thanks to Sport Hawks, Paper Trees and Michelle. Um, everybody's just come on board. Um, it's, it's, I'm getting very nervous because... Um, <laughs> what are you nervous about, Makere? I'm actually nervous about um, the start and all, um, the pool, pool, really the pool, because the I swimming, yep. never swum before, so my mentor, my sister Amelia, she helped me along. Um, the girls from work, where I work at um, Central Health, they've all gotten into it. We're all doing the individual short course. <laughs> and we've got a short course and a long course, so, but no, all great. We've got stools here today. Um, National Heart Foundation, they're one of our sponsors. Um, breast screening, cervical screening, because it's all about Nawahi Nikatoa. And um, we've um, said we'll have done a um, hot chicky soup, which is free. We're having social circles for Natamaraki before the race is up and coming. Um, so everybody's just arriving at the moment just to register to get ready for um, 5.30 when we have our quarter or before we all start off at 6 o'clock. Now, Markety, I just managed to catch the bit where you said you've never swum before. No, I never swum before seven weeks ago. Um, when we had this one to try it. At, um, so you've never been I... in the beach or in, 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 in the water? Not cold. Cold because I was always scared of the water. Mm. So um, my sister said, right, get it. You're going to learn how to swim. I said, cardio. Anyway, went in the pool on the side. Um, very grateful to Michelle and my sister. Um, put the belt on and away I went. But my goal was to actually do this triathlon without a belt, and that's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon. Um, it's not about winning, it's about doing it for yourself. Yep. And I'm just, um, I want to I want to thank all our wahine. Without them, we wouldn't be having this this afternoon. Mm. We've actually apparently got um, 20 coming from um, what is up in Hedatonga. Oh, car point. Uh, yes, the Waddy's factory. Uh, uh, yep. From Waddy's factory, apparently we've got 20 coming down, so I think our total is about 170. Uh, registration closes at 5.30 tonight, so we're still registering, taking registrations for our Manawahini triathlon. Now, triathlon, swim, bike, run. Uh, swim, bike, run. Okay, we've got the... Um, I'm doing the short course, so the first is um, four laps of the pole, then we come out... And then we're doing um, 4K buck rides. And then after we finish that, we come back to Russell Park. And we'll be doing the 1K walk, which is the whole of Russell Park. Our 4K bike ride is from Westpac, pull out to Farm Road and back. Now, how has the seven-week training been for you, Marketer? Has it been tough? First week, I've got to told them to, you know what, after it very hard. I wasn't Push, go, Marketer, go. Oh, we, we would have had about 70 on our first... Um, session, we didn't know what the hell we were getting ourselves into, the circuit they 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 pushed us we would have had about 10 in each group and by the end of our session we were absolutely naked but the good thing was we all arrived back the following week um, yeah, sessions have been marvellous woman, I mean woman who I've never met before woman who have actually created like whanau you know, they've got together and it's not like, oh, you're better than me. Mm. It's like everybody's discussing what they're doing and all that. And I've actually just seen everybody just, um, yeah, in the, in the workshops and all that. Everybody's just enjoying themselves. And it's all about being healthy. Yes. Yeah. Mana, mana wahine at its best, eh? Aye. So, Makere, let's go for a... We're standing next to the marquee here. What, what's yeah. Can we go for a little hikui? Or? Yeah, we can go for a hikui. Yeah, yeah I'll follow you. Right, mic. Yeah, yep. So I'm here at uh, Russell Park Central... Um, Central Hawke's Bay. Marketing's showing me around. 
Right, we've got Emma here. Emma works with me at Central Health. Um, Emma's been really great today. She's been helping us with our stores and all that and getting everything set up and all that. She's yep. just been fantastic. Hi, Emma. Hi. So so, let, so explain what, what your mahi is or your work is today. Um, I've just been helping with the team from Central Health to sort of get um, some other stalls other than our education type stalls. So we've yep. got handbags and fruit as well as um, what you'll go through them all, I guess. Oh my gosh, I'm just staring at those handbags anyway. Back to, back, back to you. <laughs> um, free sausages for the kids just to tie them over till dinner yep. time. And, um, yeah. Now we come to Wendy. We're at the handbag oh, store. Oh, my handbag gosh. lady. Hi. Sorry, was it Wendy? Yes, Wendy. Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Hi, how are you? So Good, thank you. Now, um, well, it's, it's all about mana wahine today, Hi. and why not do a little bit of shopping on the side <laughs> after you've finished your 4K run? So you've got this, these beautiful handbags here, yeah? Yeah. Purses and... Yeah. Um, my daughter and I have our own fashion handbag and jewellery range, which is Poi. Stands for Point of Interest. Point of Interest. Um, my son's an artist, so he came up with the name. It's, um, yeah... It's a little family business. Um, so I'm, I'm sure after all the wahine finish, a bit of retail therapy doesn't go astray. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I'm looking already. And... <laughs> Do you have children, Makere? I've got a son. Um, his name's Tefatri Apiti. Um, he lives in um, Wellington. He's a, um, a qualified builder. Um, I've told him about this. Um, I don't think he's going to, you know, he's like, are you really going to do it, Mum? <laughs> you know, so yeah, I'm doing it. I've had um, heaps of totoko from my whanau at home. I mean, my sister and I, we've got eight brothers. So, you know, that's really good. And um, and with our nieces coming on board, that's a real... Um, heartening. Heartening. I mean, I'm looking at my nieces and they're looking at me and I'm saying, we're going to do it. Mm. We're going to do it. You know, they're getting nervous like all of us, but I said, we can do it, we can all do it. All of us wahine can do it. Mm. Um, and my husband hasn't said much. Um, I think my husband will be glad when it's all over because I've been snappy. You've you know, been I've, I've been, I'm a, been, been a bit snappy because besides doing the mana wahine triathlon training, I also have to do my work like promoting the mana wahine triathlon right. and all that. And um, so, yes, he came down about an hour ago and I said, Come back later. <laughs> um, yes, I'm very lucky that I've um, got a very good husband who supported me. Um, has just let me do what I wanted to do. Seven weeks ago, he would have thought, no, she's not going to do it. We're like today. She's doing I it. mean, this is, the, this, is, this is the day. The day that you've worked towards for the, the last seven weeks. Seven weeks I've worked for. And, um, yeah, but I'm doing it. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not me. It's all of us. Look at them. Look at them just sitting all out there. Look at them all out there. That, we're going to have about 200. I'm looking at them. Look at them. This is our first Manawahine triathlon in Central Hawks Bay in Waipakaro. And the great thing about it, Makere, is that, you know, I'm looking out and seeing all these wahine setting up their bikes for the triathlon to start at 6 o'clock, and they're into all shapes and sizes, <laughs> yes. all ages. I know, all so ages. So there's no kind of, you don't have to be Miss no, Olympia. No, you don't have to be Miss, miss World. <laughs> I mean, look at us. We ain't Miss World. We don't... And that's the thing was, seven weeks ago, you wouldn't have what you're looking at would not have been me seven weeks ago. No way. And I'm looking at the wahine out there. We don't care about what we look like. Look at us. Look at them. We don't care. It's just about, you look, see, look, they're all, yeah, eager and all that. Just to, I think we'll all be glad when it's over. <laughs> what changes have you noticed physically over the last seven weeks with all uh, your training? 
um, in, in the training. Um, changes in me um, a lot because now I've been having to go to the doctor um, because I've, you know, since I've started being healthy and all that, things are getting wrong with me, which probably. Um, That's okay. That's you know, kind of weird. Which, well, you see, I haven't drunk for seven weeks. I haven't eaten fatty foods and all that for seven weeks. Um, smoking, you know, things like that. And um, it's like, yeah, so I thought, well, I'll go to the doctor just to see how I'm getting on. Yeah. Next minute, they were testing me for diabetes. No, I haven't got that. You know, things, just little things. Yeah. But the best thing I think that um, I've found since going in this training is meeting people. Meeting people. Meeting people. Who I thought that wouldn't have anything to do with these You wouldn't people. have met no, otherwise. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have met otherwise. I wouldn't have met otherwise. And, yeah, I'd say meeting. Meeting new people. Why in there? From all around. And well, you are quite children. a vivacious wahine, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> you know, you're, you're great, you know. <laughs> Honey, three years ago, I wouldn't have been doing this. I was a freezing worker, working at Orlingi and, and Dannyberg. So I've been in my job three years ago. Three years. How long were you a freezing worker for? Uh, about six years. Oh, yeah, six yeah. years. Yeah, and this job came up, and, um, yeah, and I knew nothing about health. So, but I love it. Just glad it's not raining, and it's not windy at the moment. <laughs> I know, it's not, it's not really um, windy it's like Wellington. It's just a pity, Justine, you couldn't come <laughs> with us, honey. <laughs> I know. I, I, don't, I think I'd last probably five metres after the... No, no, no. No, you wouldn't, honey. You wouldn't, but, well, I'm going to tell you this. Okay, 52 years old. I'm 52 years old. Um... I can't believe I'm doing this triathlon today. And I'm doing it for me, and I'm doing it for all our, um, our loved ones that have passed. Yeah, and I'm doing it for all our wahine. And at the end of the day, we can do it! And that's what it's all about, we can do it. Makari is one of the participants here at the Wahine Triathlon. Her and her sister, what's your sister's name? Amelia. Put it on my Okay, well, she's getting ready. She's all right, ready. All right, so I'll let her off. Here's my bike over here. I didn't have a bike, so my husband's best friend's um, daughter loaned me a bike. Can you explain um, the, the, the track involved? How long will you be biking for? Okay, we're going to start off swimming first, so I'm looking at 15 minutes in the pool for me because I wasn't a swimmer. So by the time we come out, I'm looking at, say, hopefully a half an hour for the bike ride. Oh, yeah. And then we come back and then and we're for our walk. So I'm actually looking at about just over an hour for the whole triathlon. Oh. My sister's going to be by my side anyway. Yes. To just um, keep me going all keep, the way through and going. all that. So, Amelia, um, can I just have a quick quarter at all? I know yeah. you're a bit shy. Um, so your seven weeks of training, how's that been for you? Oh, it's been awesome. It's been absolutely fab- fabulous being able to train with my sister and my nieces. Yes. And it's just turned into a big whānau thing. So, yeah, it's been marvellous, marvellous. Yep. Now, your sister, Makaria, was telling me that she was afraid of the water and now she's <laughs> in a triathlon. I mean, how has that been observing from the sidelines of your, your sister? It's been really funny because it's been about a year of me trying to get her into the water. <laughs> Whoa! I, <laughs> and it took a triathlon to and do it, that. And it took a triathlon to do it, yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Um, tell me about your, your journey in all this. Um, did you want to do it? Did we encourage by your whanau? Or? Oh, it's actually quite funny. When, when we found out that there was going to be a Manawahine triathlon, um, we had organised for our marae to put in teams. 
and it was supposed to be myself, my sister and one of um, my kaimahi with me and then it came along to registration day and then my sister started to say, oh, I want to do it all by myself. <laughs> and I said to her, well, what about our team? And then my kaimahi said to me, well, you know, I'm a bit pushed at mahi now, so um, um, I don't think I'll be doing it. So it's sort of like I'm the team. <laughs> You're a one-woman show. So I was a one-woman show. And I, right, OK. And then I looked at my sister, and she's 50-odd years of age. She's turning 52 this year. And I went, oh, 53, sorry, this year. And I went, oh, my God, I've just turned 40, and she's going to do it by herself. She's not going to beat me. <laughs> but a sibling rivalry there, eh? Oh, definitely, definitely. So, um, yeah, so we signed up, and I've been sort of swearing and... <laughs> And wanting to hit my sister. Yes. All for good reasons, though. All for good reasons. And, um, yeah, so we've signed up and doing the individual and the short course. And, oh, the training sessions have just yeah. been absolutely fabulous. Just to see the different wahine. We're all different shapes, yes. sizes, I did say that heights. <laughs> yes. We've all not been able to, you know, do some sort of exercise and it's been fabulous just to see the great turnout and it's definitely mana wahine mana tour <laughs> and so can you explain what you're doing here so at the moment I'm actually just setting up for our transitioning from when we get from the pool um, we were shown by um, great inspiration people of how to set up our, our gear so we've got um, what we're putting on first, so it'll be right. our socks and our shoes. So from the pool, do you run straight across here? Yeah, from the pool we come out into yep. the transitioning just, just area there, and we come through to where our bikes are. Yes. Um, we start to dry down as much as we can. Shoe, um, socks and shoes go on, then our tops, um, and then the last part is our helmets. Yep. And um, once we've got our helmets on, we pick up our bikes and then we run our bikes out towards the road before we can actually get on our bike and start pedalling down the road. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how long How long would the bike ride be? Marky, did you say about half an hour? Well, um, we, we did a sort of like a trial course on Sunday, so it took about, for our 6Ks, it took us about a half an hour. Now, Marky and Amelia, you know, you, you two are sisters. What's your words of encouragement to Amelia, Marky? Oh... Just keep doing what she's doing. I'm really proud of my baby sister. I mean, yeah, just, it's not the end of today. Um, she'll keep on going. And, you yeah, know, um, um, I love her very much. Oh, and and uh, media? Um, just listen to what I'm yelling out the back of you. No. Yeah, I'm so proud of my sister after, you know, a year of not being wanting to be in the pool and now she's swimming um, she's just such an inspiration to our whanau and um, yeah I love her heaps and that's the reason why I'm pushing her and um, I'm trying to say to her there's another triathlon next week on next Wednesday well since we've trained for this one let's keep going man Miss World watch out <laughs> so at about 6 o'clock that evening the women set out for the triathlon Marketer and Amelia spurring each other along. It was a miserable day in the central Hawke's Bay. In the meantime, organiser Patrice Webb takes the women's finishing times as they complete the triathlon.
So the rain's arrived, Patrice. Oh, I just can't believe it. It just should have been the most fun experience for these poor ladies. And still is. Still it, it is. I think they're all having a ball, but it's just, yeah, the poor last few are just going to get rained, and they're getting rained on severely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, has, has this been a good day for you? Oh, it has, it has been, you know. It's, I mean, to have triathlons, and I usually do it with the kids, so to see so many women energised, it's just amazing. First triathlon. Mostly. Most of these ladies, it's their first triathlon, and they were so, so nervous. So it's good, to just as you saw the smiles yeah. on their faces. Yeah. It makes this all worthwhile. Yeah. You know, we should be doing stuff like this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope it encourages some of the other ladies around the country to do the same sort of thing. Go number 19. Go number 19. Yeah. yeah. Yes. One hour, six minutes and 59 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> This is quite emotional, actually. You know, you see a few wahine come in and over the sideline who are, um, you know, rather rather big women, but they're giving it a go. They're digging in. In the rain. before it is absolute well it's 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 kind of um, subsided slightly but it's very very wet here in uh, at Russell Park Waipukuro at the Manawahini Triathlon. Did you know Justin we have something like two and a half thousand dollars worth of prizes, something seventy eight prizes or something. So cool. the ladies are gonna be certainly very well rewarded. One oh eight thirty one Oh, no. Oh, whatever. How'd you go? I made it across the line. Yeah, good on <laughs> you. Well done. Well done. 58, well done. Well, they have to be good here job. to get the Yes, they have to be here. Yep. So when the women come up, they um, take off their um, t- their uh, race numbers from their shirt. And um, Patrice has got a box here on the table, Sport, uh, Sport Hawks Bay. And what they do is they pop it into the box and there's a draw for spot prizes. Um, at the end of the uh, the triathlon. So it must be just having the last few come in now. Oh, good, okay. Come on, Amelia, come on, Markety, where are you? Oh. Okay, so at the moment, um, Markety, Markety and Amelia coming up. They're one of the last groups to come up. Okay, so Amelia and um, Makari just came through through the um, finishing line, and I think that's the sound of their mukupuna actually doing that for them. Doing a little bit of a whakatau, um, a whakamihi uh, to the wahine. Media, how was that? That was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it was awesome. It really was, yeah. And glad it's over and done with. Yeah, yeah. And are those your girls over there? They were giving you a bit of a fucking place of my kōtero from my akomanga. So, yeah. Kāpāi, choice. Congratulations. Thank you.
the hardest bit, what do you think? Hardest bit? I don't think there was any hard bit. Sweet. Okay, so that was Amelia, who I spoke to earlier, and Marky has just taken off her number and putting it in the box. Marketing has just arrived in. I was yelling out to my niece and I said to my sister, We're not going in until we wait for our niece. Yeah, good. This farm, hey. Jim says, Let's do it again, my sister. No way we're going to do it again. She's going to do it again. She caught me on the run. How was that, Marketing? Bloody fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. The swimming was the hardest. I got really claustrophobic. Oh. Oh, the, the, we've done it! We've done it! All of us have done it. Um, it we've all done it. Choice, choice. Hey, that's the main thing. Yes. Yes. Good on you. Good on you. No, thank you. Choice and all my mukos, they were the hacker and all that. Poor yeah, all that oh, oh, all that mukos, my Are you proud of what's your name? Are you are you proud? Of, are you proud? Is this your name? <laughs> oh, she's a bit fucking my at the moment. Pirangi kōrō ki te kōrero. Ah, can we fuck a makorero? Kāti pa, kāti pa. I'm good on you, makere. Oh, what's your name? Taranaki. Tapa. Oh, Taranaki. Yeah, no, she's But we call him Oh, you call him Good Boy. Choice. I'll let you go. I just wanted to get you. Love ya. Thank you. Yes, Oh, no, great, great. Yeah, we are. We're going to have a share. I love you, sister. Oh, yes, yes, hold that. Ka rawe. He ki a mākere rawa ko Amelia and the kids of the Kurakaupapa Māori o Takapau. Now, if you'd like to see photos from the Manawahine Triathlon, you can head to our webpage, radionz.co.nz forward slash teahika. Just this week, New Zealanders from around the Motsu were part of the Queen's Birthday Honours List. For their services to Māori, including the arts and language and the community, the Dame Companion was awarded to Te Murunga Batley Jackson, June Aireni Grant of Rotorua, Kuraka of Tikitiki for services to the restoration of the Historic Places Trust, Professor John Moorfield for services to Māori language, and, of course, our colleagues here at Radio New Zealand, Jack Perkins for services to radio, and Mike Gooley for services to people with disabilities. Ka nui te mihi kia koutou. Kua tai mai ki te mutunga o tēnei hōtaka a te ahika. Here is Amiria Nepe Apatsu, who you heard earlier in the programme with this week's Whakatauki. It's actually something that, because um, I'm a kurakaupapa teacher, and it's actually the whakatauki that I've given my tamariki for this week, and it's um, e hi no he aroha atu. And it's, uh, it doesn't matter how small it is, it's about the love that's come from it. So um, that's for me, my sissy, today. E hi no he aroha atu. Well, tomorrow, 
or should I say next year, it's Matariki, the Māori New Year. And there's a few activities to take in over the next month or so, so keep it locked here on Tiahika or peep out our Facebook page, find the link on our webpage or simply search Tiahika. That's T-E-A-H-I-K-A-A. He mihi atu tēnei ki tamato kai kōrero, Brenda Close, te whānau nepe apatsu, me ture reiri. Ki tamato kai rā wikiwiki mihini, ngā mihi. Hoki mai hei tērā rātapu, mauri ora tātou katoa.